I find halacha restrictive. What should I do about it? So first of all, I, I want to acknowledge the question. It is true. Halacha is restrictive. Halacha does put parameters, that put uh, borders on our lives. But it's important to understand why. The first and really most important reason why is because, as the Pasuk says, the Jewish people are supposed to be a holy people. Like we say every time we make a bracha, through the Torah and the mitzvahs, which comes down to halacha, we're made holy, we're made separate, we're made higher, made different. That's number one. And number two, there's the first, the famous story about this Jew who tells a story himself on Jem who grew up in an Orthodox home, in a Frum home, and he left it all, and he was living in California, and he had reason to be in the Rebbe's room, although he had really no interest in what the Rebbe was about. But because he was forced to write a note, he wrote on his note, if God is so great, why does he care so much about the details? Which is essentially the same question as finding halacha restrictive. And the Rebbe said to him, quote, I don't understand your question. So he tried to explain it to the Rebbe in Yiddish. And the Rebbe raised his hand, indicating, I understand the English. And the Rebbe said, the details are for us. The restrictions, the limitations are for us. Think of it like an exercise regimen. People who want to accomplish anything that's going to bring them to a place of greater excellence in any field undertake incredibly rigorous exercise regimens and undertakings and they do it with joy because they want the reward and the reward is being more fit the reward is being more a master over self the reward is uh, having greater proficiency or excellence in some area and they're prepared to put in extraordinary work and the same is true when it comes to Torah and mitzvahs and Yiddishkeit, that it's true, that it's restrictive, it sets parameters. But the parameters are not about control. They're actually about what, what we call freedom. That's why we link the Torah and the giving of the Torah and the giving of mitzvahs to the Exodus, the Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim, because they free us. Now the meaning of the word freedom, in contrast to the modern notion of freedom, which is I can do whatever I want, the religious concept of freedom is that I can actually do whatever I want. <laughs> I just said the same words. The difference between the former and the latter, and it's just a matter of intonation, is that one says anything, any impulse I have, I can give into. That's the, uh, a superficial concept of freedom. What Yiddishkeit is providing, what God Almighty is giving us through Taita and Mitzvahs, is the ultimate mastery over self. Through Taita and Mitzvahs, I become stronger and deeper, more disciplined, and I'm able to bring out faculties within myself, both intellectual and emotional, and that have to do with the senses, that are much deeper and finer, that only come out if I push myself farther. So Torah mitzvahs, they put parameters on our lives not to control us. They put parameters on our lives to get the best of what's going on inside of us out in every area, including 
perhaps first of all and very significantly, Midas Tevis. These restrictions contribute to the refinement of character. They make us better people. They get us more in touch with what I love to call the idea that we're all created in the image of God and reflect that a little bit more in our choices, in our self-control, in our self-respect, in our respect for others and so on. And then of course there's many, many more levels in that. So I, I think it's fair to say that halacha is restrictive, but it's not being restrictive to be mean. It's being restrictive ultimately to redeem us from limitations which basically can be called animalism, weakness. And it, it fortifies us, it makes us stronger, it makes us closer to the divine, um, and it makes us more a reflection of the image of HaKadosh Baruch. The problem, however, is that we don't embrace it. We don't think it's our own. We see it as something which is forced upon us. And that's why we find Allah restrictive. We don't, see, we don't see halacha as something which is emancipating us because we didn't choose it. He made the rules. Not that we enjoy the rules, not that we appreciate the rules, not that we value the rules, not that we understand the rules, and we have to follow them so they restrict us. And I agree with that. I agree that that's a question. And the answer is not to neglect the restrictiveness of halacha, but rather to make it personal. In other words, instead of seeing halacha as something which has hold me back, I have to work on myself to see the, the Book of Laws, the Halacha, the Shulchan Aruch, as something which is not holding me back, but it's helping me become a deeper and a greater human being and embrace it. Or to use a cliche form, there is an expression found in all over Torah and in Tanya called Kabbalah Seil Malchashamayim, which means the acceptance of the yoke of the Kingdom of Heaven. And Kabbalah Seil is understood to mean this very bitter, uh, stifling pill. I have to do this because God said. And I think there's a very big misnomer in how we interpret the word. Kabbalah sale means to accept the yoke. If I make you do something, you haven't done it willingly. You've been forced. That's called hatala sale, superimposing a yoke. The idea of the first parsha of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alakein Hashem Echad being linked to Kabbalah sale, Malchashmaim, accepting the yoke of the kingdom of heaven, which sets up the second parsha of Kriya Shema which is called Kabbalah Sel Mitzvahs, accepting the yoke of the performance of mitzvahs, is all about Kabbalah, embracing it. The first reason we embrace it is because God said, this is how we're a holy people. And the second reason we embrace it is because through this embracing, we, we deepen who we are as people. And I think this is, this is the correct answer to this protest that Allah Hasim is restrictive. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying it feels negatively restrictive if we feel like we don't have a choice. If we feel like it's something we don't want to do. And if we're doing it and it's something we don't want to do, so to be honest, on the one hand it's very unfortunate, but on the other hand it's incredibly great. To do something that God said, even when you don't want to do it, is an incredibly high level. Like I ever told a Jew by dollars who was contemplating marrying a, a Gerush, I think, and he was a Koyin or something like that, and the Rebbe said, I envy you, because you have an opportunity to do a mitzvah that, I, that, that I've never been tested by. But there's one more thing I want to say about this, but I'm going to do this in the second part.